Oh, he's Jesus. a minor league pitcher. He's, he can't be that good. No, dude, dude, watch the movie, man. Watch right. fucking movie. Dude, Susan Sarandon is amazing. Susan Sarandon. What, oh, dude, what does it watch have to it. do with anything? Watch right. it, man. All right, what's next on your list? The business boys, the business boys. Everybody loves the business boys. Business boys, the business boys. Hanging out with the business boys. Welcome back to another episode of The Business Boys. I'm one of your hosts, Spencer Ayer. Uh, today we are doing the Lawbreaker episode. Pretty pumped for it. With me, as always, today is my co-host, Jimmy Mellos. Jimmy, what's happening? Hey, what's going on? I'm feeling great. Had myself a doozy of a weekend at my buddy's bachelor. Had a lot of fun. Met some cool dudes. Uh, great time. Still got energy today. Excited for the pod. I think it's going to be a good one. I'm happy to be back, as always, for a new episode. Episode what, 14 now? Fuck, we're getting up there. Yeah, it's 14 teen. Uh, <laughs> I'm pumped, too. I'm back to drinking today. Some delicious dab beer. Ooh. Uh, classic cheap German pint. I love it. And I just read on the can, it is their 150th anniversary. So, shout out to dab. I don't know shout where out. you're brewed. <laughs> I don't know where you're brewed in Germany, but you are cheap and delicious. Sweet. I am drinking. What do you got going? El Jimador shot of tequila with, uh, I put a little uh, hot sauce in there, make it a little snake bitey. So cheers. That's how we do it. Oh, that's hot tequila. What kind of tequila you got going there? El Jimador. Oh yeah, you just just said it. Starting off on a great, uh, great note. (laughs) All right, I'm. Uh, my mind's all mixed up. Why don't you start us off with a nice rant? Get us yeah, going, kay. man. Yeah, because I want to rant, and I, I, I was feeling pretty good today, but then I saw this, and I, I was like, fuck, I got to rant on this, because people got to know. Okay, so a lot of uh, mixed feelings about uh, Mr. Jeff Bezos, the CEO of Amazon, about how much money he makes, and how much he owns, and yada, 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 and he's a fucking dick, because people don't make enough money, and whatever. I'm not going to get into it all, all right? All I'm going to get into is I saw an article... It was shared by like thousands and thousands of people and I didn't even read it because I was on my way out from work, but it said, you know, Jeff Bezos has to donate this much amount of money. It was like the hundreds of millions amount of money or else he's a scumbag. And like, you know what? That fucking burns me up because like, who are you to, first of all, who the fuck are you sitting behind your goddamn computer to say how much someone else should donate and give away? Second of all, the guy's like, what is he in his fucking forties? Right? I think he's in his 40s or 50s. Yeah. Not, like, uh, sure, exactly. And he's a healthy dude. Like, the guy's going to live a fucking long time. Like, he's busy as shit. He's not just going to donate, give away his money to some charity, and then never see it again. Guy's a serial entrepreneur. You know, he's going to, he, he's going to, like, what a lot of people do, like what Bill Gates does, is he created his own fund and he is still in charge of that and donates where he wants and, and is actually the CEO of his fund, I'm, I'm pretty sure. And, you know, he's not, he doesn't want to just give away money and that's it. He's busy on fucking Amazon, changing the world for the better. Like, fucking get off his case. He'll do it in all good time. People like this like to take their time. If you read the book Principles by Ray Dalio, Ray Dalio is a fucking smart guy and a fucking nice guy. And he didn't donate for most of his life. And then when he, you know, when he was done being a CEO of 
of his fund and all this stuff. He started to do his own thing and put the money, invest his money where he wanted to, to create the value he wanted to for, you know, charitable donations and all that stuff. So give the guy a fucking break. He's fucking busy. He'll get around to it. That just pisses me off. And like, you know, they're entrepreneurs and they like to control things and that's what makes them great. So they should be able to fucking goddamn control where they invest their money to improve our society. Thank you. Yeah, definitely a pretty communist statement. I'm sure they're super left wing, whoever did that. This is the age we live in with the internet and Twitter. Like people can just say whatever they want and they're so entitled and fucking righteous. And all they're doing is sitting at home, probably unemployed. Uh, just ripping on people because their own life is miserable and plus the guy the guy like uh takes out a billion dollars every year for his own uh for blue origin the space country space country space company um you know trying to make us a multi-planet or multi-solar system fucking star wars species i think that's more important i mean we i don't want to sound like a dick but we have enough charities going on you know there, there could always be more but it's yeah it's not an obligation it shouldn't be to anyone despite doesn't matter how much you make yeah yeah and if if you got an issue with it it's you know it's a government thing let them figure it out fuck like you probably probably sure with still the minimum wage or give, yeah I'm, I'm sure he still does give more than 99.9 percent of people to charity he gives so, 99.9 li- percent of the people to charity <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you man <laughs> No, he donates more than 99.9% of the population. Like, I'd be willing to bet that. I don't know factually off the top of my head. Yeah. Anyways. But, yeah. I would like to see what these people ripping on him donate every year to charity. Seriously. And I find it also... Mother Teresa. Yeah. And I find it also takes away from, like, actual good causes. Because there's just people sitting there. Oh, share. I believe this. Share. I believe this. You're not actually doing anything by, like, just sharing articles. Like, you know that, right? Like... If you want actual change, like get out there in the stream with like a picket sign, disrupt, make a make a scene. You're not gonna make a lot of change just by sharing things. It's just <laughs> what I've seen, you know. Yeah, but anyways, good call. I like the rat. Uh, qu- quick, would you rather? And then let's get into. Uh, I got a pretty funny story that happened to me Saturday. Would you rather go one day without eating, so 24 hours no food, or 48 hours without sleeping? 48 hours without sleeping. I- Pretty much already did it this weekend. So I'm <laughs> my allowed like my allowed like you know stuff or like do I have to like do it like cold turkey? Uh, you, no, you can you you can uh, you can use the stimulants that you need to get through it. Okay, well then yeah, yeah. forty eight hours, bro. I'll be yeah, eating my life that, away. That's an that's an easy one. <laughs> that's an easy one for me too. I don't know how people fast. I've gone. I've I've never gone a day without eating. I've gone uh, maybe. 15 16 hours and it was brutal like i was so hungry i couldn't function not like 15 20 minutes that was a fucking disaster (laughs) (laughs) anyways so my uh my homeless man story um uh i went to mcdonald's saturday night for dinner because i was a little hungover from friday gonna go get some glorious mcdonald's uh and and the mcdonald's i go to downtown you know there's quite a few homeless people that frequently you know roam the streets right outside of it so i get out of mcdonald's with way too much food and i got my headphones in i'm walking down uh queen street or sorry spadina street and the this homeless guy approaches me and he says 
hey man do you have any change i'm like sorry i, I don't have anything because i i never have any money on me i only ca ever carry cards and then he keeps following me down the street and i'm like oh here we go again like what the heck is gonna go i'm not in the mood for this shit and he's trying to get me to take my headphones off. I'm like, yeah, like, the, the volume's low. Like, what do you want, man? Like, I, I don't have money. I'm sorry. I, I was, like, a bit scared, too. And then I finally take my headphones off, and he just looks me dead in the eyes. He's like, excuse me, buddy. Are you just the most handsome devil in all of Toronto? <laughs> <laughs> and I start laughing. I'm like, thank you, man. You just made my day. And then he starts getting like personal. He's like, how old are you? I'm like, all right, now now it's too far. A little bit here. Now you're in. Now you're in. <laughs> yeah, late late 20s. Um, sorry I don't have any money. Thanks for the compliment. And uh, goodbye. And then, and then walking home, I'm like, was he just trying to get money out of me? Or did he really think I was handsome? Either way, I'll take it. I love yeah, it. Yeah, take it. it. it was, you got to take it, man. I, it it would have been great if I did have money and I didn't. I would have been like, oh, here you go, man. You just earned it. You just earned it with that compliment. But that was uh, that was a nice little treat on Saturday, you know. I was expecting yeah, the sure. worst, and I got a glorious compliment from uh, Hobo. Especially when you're going home to eat a fat sack of McDonald's. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nice little compliment on your looks never hurts. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. I was I, like, I hadn't showered all day. I was hungover too. Like, I was not looking my best, but <laughs> apparently to him, I was the handsomest devil in all of Toronto. Well, for those of you who can't see. Because we're on a podcast and don't know Spencer, he is a pretty handsome devil, I must say. Yeah, although that's quite the uh, quite the reach, but hey, I'll take what I can get, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's my that's my weekend uh, highlight right there. Your weekend update, I like it. Good weekend update. Great weekend update. Oh, this dab is good. All right, before we get into some uh, business news, like I said, the unlawful law, the lawbreaker episode. Quick little jargon here i was watching coach carter on the weekend great sports movie and it Hi, got Gene. me think it got me to think who's the best sports movie athlete of all time if you had to pick one i have to pick one or can i have a top three list because i can do you can have a top three i'll give you that okay because number one crash davis in bull durham He's a freaking I've, I've hero. never seen that. Oh, you got to see it, man. It's the best. For those of you who have not seen Bull Durham, like it's just like the one of the manliest movies you can watch. It's so good. Crash Davis is an absolute hero. Tim Robbins is the pitcher, I'm I'm pretty sure, and Crash Davis is the catcher. And like they play in the minor leagues and like it's just it's just like overall like amazing, man. I recommend it. Crash Davis. He's a minor league pitcher. He's he can't be that good. No, dude, dude, watch the movie, man. Watch right. the fucking movie. Dude, Susan Sarandon is amazing. Ah, oh, dude, what does it watch have to it. do with anything? Watch right. it, man. All right, what's next on your list? I also have a Big Daddy D from Glory Road. Again, I have not seen that movie. Oh, Jesus. And I put <laughs> my third one is Ricky Wild Thing Vaughn from Major League. Charlie <laughs> Sheen, baby. Nice, nice. I can get behind that. All right, I'll give you a top three of actual legitimate like professional athletes here. Okay, watch the fucking movies and before you. I've me. seen. I've obviously seen Major League. All right, number number three is Paul is number three is Paul Crew from The Longest Yard, NFL superstar, <laughs> prison league superstar, 
Um, yeah, he's awesome. Number two is Apollo Creed from the Rocky movies. Ooh, he's better than Rocky. I don't know what happened in that fight. This guy's the freaking champ. Well, fuck, um, Rocky's good. I mean, like at the end of the day, Rocky's a fucking beast. Like it's what happened, you know? Yeah, whatever. I, I like, digress. They tied. Yeah, Apollo Creed number two and number one. I'm surprised you didn't put this. Probably the best athlete I've ever seen in a movie is Lil Bow Wow in Like Mike. <laughs> Calvin Cambridge. He's like four feet tall, 13 years old, and serving up Vince Carter and Tracy McGrady. I mean, you can't get any better than that. That guy's a pure stud. I want him on my fantasy team. Playing D with desire. That's basketball. <laughs> All right. Good list there. Good yeah. list. Cool. Let's get into some. Yeah, we're about to get into our unlawful. We got a uh, quick segment before that. Uh, Jimmy's got some fun facts about um, the bad products or harmful products that we will be talking about today. Yeah. So this is just a little article from Business Tech, a little segue into our unlawful episode. So out of a it's a survey of 120,000 people across 50 countries, 80% of those people used illegal substances, 65% have used them in the last year, 37% in the last month. Top four substances. Um, so if people who have taken these substances out of the 120,000, 99% have drink, drunk alcohol. A surprising 78% have smoked weed. 63% smoke tobacco. So more weed than tobacco nowadays. And caffeinated drinks is in one as well. 58% of people drink caffeinated drinks. I thought that would be higher. Personally. I thought that would be higher as well. Um, so of the illegal drugs, so weed, we already said 78%, uh, MDMA or Molly, 34% of, out of the 120,000 have done Molly and 30% have done cocaine. It's a hell of a drug. Quick question for you. They n listed the most and least dangerous drugs. Can All you right. guess what they are? Uh, sure. Like, are we, are prescription pills on here or what's going on? Like, just like, just like illegal drugs. Okay. Out of, well, I think it's out of that whole list that I gave you. Like out of like, yeah, I guess. Caffeine's oh, okay. Too. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'd say marijuana is probably the least harmful. Is that right? Wrong. wrong. No, it's actually carbonated sh drinks. Shrooms. <laughs> awesome. Uh, okay. <laughs> shrooms. Yeah. Maybe marijuana and carbonated drinks would be near the top. And, and then, then I'd say maybe ecstasy too. Most dangerous would probably be cigarettes or alcohol or cocaine. Wrong. Or, well, obviously heroin is probably the most dangerous, right? Wrong. It's meth. <laughs> I'm, I'm not uh, well versed with uh, a lot of these illegal drugs. Yeah. <laughs> but that doesn't surprise me. So it's just a little, some, some facts to add a little context to our uh, unlawful episode. All right, cool. Uh, just before we get into the, uh, the booze and the weed and um, cigarette uh, companies and stuff like that, I just want to do a quick uh, little recap. Amazon and Apple. Amazon just passed 900 billion market cap last week. So it's kind of a race to 1 trillion right now between the two of them. Quick shout out to Google, which just had uh, great earnings today. And Microsoft, which are in the mid 800s, uh, around 850, 860, which could be a sleeper pick, dark horse. But we're racing to a trillion. Uh, Apple is about 940 billion right now. Amazon's back to 875. It's pretty interesting, though. They're, they're, I mean, everyone knows, everyone's very well familiar with both companies. 
but they're completely different from a financial standpoint. Um, Amazon's really just growing really rapidly. Apple's kind of matured out. iPhone sales are kind of flat. Uh, servicing money is really carrying them. But Apple makes close to $50 billion in profit every year. Amazon makes like $3 billion. And of course, that's going to keep growing. But just pretty crazy to see that uh, their valuations would be close based on that. And then I think the, the big difference is uh, Amazon's really innovating at a much uh, higher pace than Apple. Apple's kind of made its hay with their innovation. They're just kind of riding it out now. But the race is on to a trillion and we might get it soon. Uh, both of them are reporting earnings soon. So we might get our first trillion dollar uh, U.S. company. Uh, pretty exciting, man. Trillion dollars is a lot of freaking money. Um, pretty crazy to think like people in the late 70s turned down buying a third of Apple like for 30% of the company. I mean, you would be so freaking rich now. But yeah, I just uh, I just wanted to highlight that uh, f- fun race to watch if you guys want to keep watching it. You pick and first. I think uh, you and I should. No, you go first. Okay, well, I'm going. I, I'm I don't going, mind which one. I, I hate to go off menu, but uh, I'm going to go alphabet, man. Google. Wow. All right. It's surprising. Yeah, going to go, go uh, off yeah, menu. They just had a, yeah, they just had Super a spectacular pick. quarter, so they should be close to 900 soon. I don't mind that. I'm going with Apple. Um, I love both of them, but I could just justify Apple's valuation a lot more. So I'll go Apple, and I think they'll hit it soon. I think they'll hit it by the end of August. Ooh. Yeah. One trillion dollars. Pretty crazy. All right. Cool. Well, hold on. Hold on. I forgot. I actually have a little quiz for you. Oh, wow. Okay. Kick off the um, unlawful episode. So I, I was looking for like drug quizzes and stuff like that. And I found, I think, the best possible one for the podcast. It's on Sporkle. It's, uh, can you determine whether each clue is a drug or a Pokemon? And it includes oh like God. the new the new Pokemon. I started it yesterday. It's fucking impossible, but it's pretty much right. true or false. I'm gonna okay. give you ten of them. Centret. Uh, give me like five. Centret is a is a Pokemon, I believe. It's a yeah second generation normal. Uh, uh, to speed it up, we got Vibra- business. Vibrava. Vibrava. That uh, sounds like a drug. Third generation ground dragon. Volterran drug yeah gill score <laughs> uh pokemon fourth generation ground flying and last one milotic that's a pokemon third generation water wow four for five okay i'll uh on fire i'll i'll we'll use some beers for that okay let's that's business all right start it up i'm gonna have a sip of my dab cool so, um, unlawful episode. As of August 1st now, you can officially buy and sell blueprints in the United States for 3D printed guns. By the way, it's not actually unlawful. All these uh, products are, are legal. We'll be talking about. Yeah, but like, you know, bad guys but use yeah, them too. Yeah, they're bad for you. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so you can now buy and sell blueprints for 3D printed guns. So essentially anyone with a 3D printer can make a gun. Um, it's going to be made from ABS plastic, same type of shit they make Lego with. The thing is, is that there's no serial number and they're untraceable, which is kind of a disaster. Um, 
Now, here's the kind of weird thing about it um, that I always kind of like. I, we're Canadians, so we always kind of look. We don't have these rules in the in, in up here, so I always kind of laugh when they call it this stuff. The single shot pistol, the first gun that they created, is going to be called the Liberator, which is kind of a ridiculous name if you ask me. You're also going to be able to get a semi-automatic rifle. It's an AR-15 and a Beretta more um what spencer i ask you what does the average joe need why does the average joe need to pump out guns from a 3d printer i'm assuming it's uh easier manufacturing process once you have the printer set up and stuff um it's pretty scary if you ask me i don't i don't like it whatsoever i feel like we've heard a lot of these 3d printing um rumors and not too many of them have come true oh but this one's like it's passed like it's, oh. it's August 1st, like it's ready to go. <laughs> You'll be able to print out the liberator whenever you need some liberation. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I would assume it's cheaper once you, the printer's probably expensive, but after that you could probably just pump them out very easily. Yeah, and then the other thing is, I don't get, like last week we talked about, or a couple weeks ago we talked about uh, Canada legalizing marijuana, um, you know, tobacco also is kind of getting pissed off because you're not allowed to you have to they have to be in plain like weed has to be in a plain white like unbranded bag because it's technically you know not for underage and all this stuff and it's uh technically unlawful or unethical to market that stuff so why i don't i don't get why we can call these guns like the liberator but you know whatever it's it's beyond me too yeah i'm uh i'm not a huge pro gun fan but like you said we're canadians so um, definitely a lot of backlash in the States now with sales and stuff, but Thanks. yeah, yeah, let's move on. I don't, I don't really want to talk about that one too much. I don't know. It's messed up. You want to talk some Philip Moe? Yeah, sure. Um, Philip Morris is the biggest cigarette manufacturer maker in the world. They own a lot of brands. Uh, probably the most notable one is Marlboro. Um, huge company. They, I mean, they still make a, a crap load of money, um, but they have been struggling lately. Um, the stock being um, kind of the culprit of that. Uh, they've announced and they've been trying to push into the vaping space. I believe their vape products is called Iquos. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly, which is, you know, I think that's, that's a reasonable move. Um, they're definitely getting popularity with especially the younger millennial consumers. Um, however, you know, cigarette sales are dipping and the vape sales, I don't really see it as uh, you know, it could be a decent market, but I don't know if I see it like cigarette big. Um, and yeah, I mean, the company's kind of struggling a bit now. Um, sales in Asia were a bit down recently, which is pretty much their uh, biggest market. And the big thing is their biggest consumer is like the over 50 category. So I think, I think with that, they'll be okay. I don't think a lot of people over 50 maybe want to switch to vaping as someone who does smoke. Uh, and I've, I've tried the vaping thing. It usually works for a couple of weeks and then I don't know, I go back to smoking. So yeah, it should be interesting to kind of see how that works out. I definitely don't think they're going to just stop selling cigarettes that would be pretty catastrophic business decision but it's you know you're in a tricky situation um 
Yeah, you're selling these products. I mean, everyone's well aware of the health risks and, you know, uh, you still get new smokers, which is terrible. And I recommend anyone listening to not smoke. But yeah, it's going to be kind of interesting to see how that vape thing turns out going forward. And who knows? I mean, I, I was always a little skeptical about the liquid nicotine or whatever the heck's in those things. And, you know, there's been some studies that said they're actually worse for you. I don't know if that's true. I think that might be hard to believe, but I certainly don't think it's as like really good for you. It just kind of looks a bit sketchy and I don't like holding the thing. It looks like you're holding like a robot dick or something. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> just... <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Should be interesting to see going forward how they balance the kind of two products and if they will actually eventually maybe 20 30 years like not sell any cigarettes whatsoever that would be crazy because i i think like i'm not i'm not like a a, a a daily active user of smoking personally i don't smoke during the week i smoke like sometimes at trade shows i smoke uh you know when i'm when i'm drunk when i'm partying but like i won't like i'm not a monday to thursday kind of smoker really so I think it, like not bringing it like not selling cigarettes anymore is like you're just losing like the impulse purchase, so they, which I I'd imagine now like especially with like millennials and stuff like that is you know where the majority of like probably not the majority of their sales come from, but like as the years go on, like I think there's going to be less and less daily smokers. Like uh, you can see it kind of every day on the street. So it's more for like oh I like ah oh, we're going out tonight yeah like let's pick up a pack of cigarettes or something like that. But you know I think you'd be losing out. Like I wouldn't I would never go buy a vape. Like I would. Like, you know, I would probably haul other people's and stuff if I was out partying, but, you know. Yeah, they are fun. They are fun to hit. You don't get the the impulse purchases. It must be tough. Like, I guess they've they've made their bed. They kind of have to lie in it. But as a company, like, like, by the way, everyone should watch Thank You for Smoking. That's an awesome movie. But a little sidetrack there. But, yeah, like, I don't know. Like, how how much do you really want to market and advertise these uh, cigarettes and that? Right. Well, it's kind of like, it's kind of funny when you read like the articles and they're saying, well, like, you know, trends are looking encouraging in Russia and Asia. And you're like, well, what does encouraging actually mean? Like society wise, but you know what? Like it's like at the end of the day, like, you know, smoking is bad for you. It's not good for you, but like, there's a lot of shit that's bad for you. You just got to do it in moderation. And like, yeah, they can market their stuff to beat other, other companies. You just can't be like lying that it's saying like, oh, it's actually good for you or it's not that bad for you when it is bad for you. But like, you know what, if you have a couple cigarettes here and there, you like to have them when you're partying, it's not going to be uh yeah. Chance you gotta live, a, you gotta live a bit too. Like yeah. enjoy your life. Um, it's freaking expensive though. If you do it all the time. Yeah. I will yeah. say that it is, but yeah, should be interesting to see what Philly Mo does going forward. Philly Mo <laughs> moving forward. Another, uh, more popular, apparently, uh, smoking substance. We talked about it a couple weeks ago. Uh, legalization of marijuana, which we'll probably have updates on here and there as we go along because, you know, it's a new industry for the Canadian government. We're the second country to fully legalize. Um, so one interesting uh, thing that came up, uh, Ontario Laboratory is going to be, or they are brewing the world's first beer brewed from cannabis. So the difference between them and other ones is that these guys um, essentially are making it out of the roots, out of the stems, um, essentially the parts of the plant that, um, that you know, 
are unusable or unsmokable, which is nice, eliminating waste. Uh, whereas most companies, what they'll do is they'll brew a beer and then infuse it with the weed oil. So it's going to be brewed from from the actual marijuana plant. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm like, hopefully we can we can try that as one of our drinko days soon. That would be uh, certainly an interesting podcast. I guess if you <laughs> like doing both, you know, why not? Uh, you know, k- kill two birds with one stone. Well, I. Actually, they have to remove the like, so they, they do it in a way that there's no alcohol and any alcohol that's created from the process has to be removed. It's not like an alcohol and weed beer. It's like it's like a it's a beer tastes like a beer. I'm but suddenly less interested. Yeah. You know, I don't know, man. Like, like, I don't I don't I wouldn't I've never I don't think I've ever had a non-alcoholic beer. And like, it doesn't appeal to me. I, yeah. I love beer, but I like. I drink it because of the side effect too. Like I, I want to get a little tipsy, you know. I don't yeah, just well, like, oh, I love the taste. I prefer the taste of Coca Cola or like even water. To beer, yeah, I get. But like, you are gonna get like so. Supposedly, you know, with with edibles, supposedly they take uh, longer to hit you than when you smoke a joint. Um, but apparently, this this weed beer, I'm assuming because it's a liquid and it gets you know, um, whatever absorbed a little quicker apparently you get high really fast so that's interesting and yeah you still get the side effects i i, I would probably have one i'm not gonna lie edibles yeah just to try it why not so edibles now so they're saying so weed is going to be legalized in canada on october 17th of this year uh edibles are set to be approved a year after that so uh we're looking at october 17th 2019 um People are assuming it's going to be a twelve to twenty-two billion dollar industry, so uh, that's not true. Ed- edibles? That's a it's a big number. Well, why do you disagree there, Spency? Because the the actual entire marijuana industry is only expected to be like five to ten billion per year. So maybe so I don't I, see. Maybe, maybe this is like a future international projection if it's uh, fully legalized. But yeah, there's just no way that it'd be twelve to twenty-two. Maybe it was million. maybe i read it wrong i could be wrong too i'm just that seems high but maybe they're high so who knows so if you were you know to try smoking marijuana for the first time or try doing weed for the first time in your life and you were to choose like an edible that you would like use like what what would you what would you want like what would be your number one edible uh i don't know probably just go with the brownie or chocolate keep it classic I've heard good things about the lollipops and stuff, but I'm not a big uh, edible guy per se. Okay. I, I, I like the beer. Like I would probably go with like a nice ice cold beverage because it goes down smooth. It's cold, you know, I, I'd probably go with yeah, that. Yeah, I can get behind that. I Like I said, I'm, I know they already have some pretty fucking crazy like, um, like, like hand cream that has THC in it and stuff like that. Oh, that's so cool. I'm sure they'll be uh, creating literally everything uh, infused with uh, THC. I've seen. Uh, Sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say the coolest thing I've seen so far is someone had in in San Francisco like a a chocolate covered coffee bean. So it's like oh. energy and, and a, like a little bit of pot, which seemed cool. Yeah, I like coffee, so <laughs> I know I'm you up do. for that. <laughs> By the way, do all all these stuff in moderation, please, or not at all. Don't uh, don't go crazy. It's not like we go crazy on any of this stuff, except me and cigarettes when I have a bad day. But yeah, 
I feel weird talking about this on the business show. We're talking about products well, that get you fucked up. Well, it's a big market. <laughs> it's a big market that's coming up. Like we said, it's the unlawful episode. I didn't. I'm not condoning anyone to do it. I didn't say I've done it. I didn't say I would try it. I'm just. Well, I said I would try it if it was legal. <laughs> All I'm saying yeah. is that. I've seen Don't shoot it. the messenger. Yeah, we're just yeah, we're just we're reporting just the news. It, we're just reporting the news, guys. You know. Yeah, yeah. Don't uh, yeah. Don't unsubscribe because of that. Come on. <laughs> we're just having a little fun here, drinking some brews. Anyways, that was uh, that was fine. I think uh, I really want to get to this last little jargon topic. I'm really excited for it. Yeah, me too. Yeah. So I got because I got a bunch on my list. Maybe too many. Okay. Cool. So <laughs> I um. I'll, I guess I'll, I'll, I'll intro it. Um, so, so since we did the unlawful, um, the unlawful episode, I want to know who's your favorite bad guy main character. So like he technically does unlawful things, but he's like the main character in the movie slash TV show. What do you do? Go. I got a bunch. So for TV, I only have one because I thought it was only movies. I put down, I'm sure you have them too. I put down Walter White. Oh yes, bad. of course. Yeah, so uh, I only had one TV. I have three for movies. Okay. I don't know if they're necessarily main characters, but they're at least top two. Okay. So I have same list. (laughs) No, I you definitely don't have the same list as me. Okay. So number three, I have Hans Gruber from Die Hard, aka Professor Snape. Okay. At number two, I have Doctor Evil from Austin Powers. And my favorite villain uh, from a movie I know you haven't seen, so you don't have it. But my number one is Gordon Gecko from Wall Street. Um, just such a such a boss, sick businessman, sick investor. I mean, crooked investor. But Michael Douglas just plays it so well. Um, yeah, numerous quotes from him. Uh, he started that whole two tone dress shirt movement. So, yeah, I'll go with Gordon Gecko as my numero uno. But D- Dr. Evil is close. I love Dr. Evil. He is great. You know, Dr. Evil, I used to think you were crazy. But now I can see you nuts. How'd I go? <laughs> yeah, I have. I went I went more like uh, like uh, more like gangster style, I guess. So I definitely obviously had Walter White because, I mean, he's yeah, the best. He's, he's uh, what are they called? Anti-heroes? Uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Probably sure. I have uh, I have uh, Jimmy Conway from The Goodfellas. Nice, very good one. Yeah. Uh, I have um, he just came to my head. Um, Kevin Spacey in uh, Usual Suspects. Usual Usual Suspects. suspects. All right. And my number they're technically one and two, but they're a team, so I put them in there. Jules and Vincent Vega from Pulp Fiction. Oh my God, they're the best guys ever. That's that's a good one. Yeah, I didn't even uh, I didn't think of that. That's uh, that's a good one. Good number uh, one there. It's like the most quotable movie ever. I love Pulp Fiction. Yeah, it's a fantastic movie. My favorite Tarantino movie. That's yeah, like, super good. But there's a lot of good ones. Oh, that was a good list. All right, that was good um you know let's get out of here i gotta finish drinking some beers and do a bunch of stuff so thank you all for listening and i'll send it to jimmy for the sign off yeah i gotta go nice uh not too long of an episode today i gotta go make uh tzatziki for 30 tomorrow for the office because 
I'm the only Greek guy That's there. That's a lot having, of tzatziki. Yeah, we're we're like I gotta make. Well, it's like you're 25. We're having su- huge pot. <laughs> I don't know. I gotta make it uh, because we're having souvlaki on the barbecue for lunch tomorrow, and I'm the only Greek guy in the office. Which I guess I have to talk to HR about getting some cultural diversion in there. But you know, that's a topic for another day. <laughs> so I'm gonna go make that tzatzik. <laughs> Hardest part is gonna be not eating it all before I get to the office tomorrow. So I will catch you guys next week. Spence, always a pleasure. I'll probably talk to you a little more after we stop recording. So from all of us here at the Business Boys, you guys have a fantastic week. Thanks for tuning in, and we will check you later. See you guys.